Welcome to Tear Out the Tags, the podcast brought to you by Embolden Label, a space where you will learn to remove the labels that are holding you back. Let's get started. Hey, Team Embolden. So for those of you who don't know, I have recently been stepping outside of my comfort zone and doing something that is kind of a blast from my past. So for years and years, I have wanted to audition again for another pro sports cheerleading team partially because my dance career ended at a pretty young age and partially because I am a completely different person than I was back then. And I have torn out a lot of tags that I picked up through my life. And I just feel like it would be such an amazing accomplishment to do that again with the confidence and with the courage that I have now. But it's amazing to me how as I've walked through the process, I've actually picked up some of those old tags and have been seriously at risk of reattaching them to myself. And so I've had to pay really close attention to when they pop up that I don't grab onto them and actually keep them inside of me, but tear them right back out. And for whatever reason, doing a pro sports audition has caused some upset around me lately. I've gotten some criticism. I've gotten some advice that maybe it isn't something that I should be doing. I've been told that maybe it's not appropriate for a woman my age, which if you guys have been listening to the show for a while, being too old to do it is actually a tag that popped up that I was trying to tear out. So anyway, yesterday was round two of the auditions. I auditioned in the first place back in March, found out that I made the first cut, and then yesterday was the semifinal round. And so yesterday was a speed round where we learned a dance. We had an hour to learn the dance, and then we had another hour to tape and submit our video. Everything is virtual because of the pandemic. So it's been a really unique experience. Um, And I actually tried out last year as well and made it to the final round before the team decided that they weren't going to make a final cut for a 2020-2021 season because everything was unsure about how the season would go, which they made the right choice. Um, As we all saw, pro sports was a little bit unusual last year in general. So this year they are doing it again, a virtual audition, and it's been a lot of fun. It's been a unique experience, and I've learned a lot and torn out a lot of tags as I've gone through the process. But this last week, as I kind of navigated through some backlash, some criticism, some advice that maybe didn't feel good or maybe handed me even more tags, I realized that I have not wanted to share my why. And I think the reason is, it's funny because I feel like I'm so vulnerable, but at the same time, I feel like there are certain things that are just really hard to share. And for me, it's not so much about the vulnerability, but it's more about the emotional standpoint. So I shared the story a little bit yesterday on my Instagram stories, but I want to dive a little bit deeper into this today because what I'm learning in my life is that we don't always know what somebody's why really is. And someone can have a why, but there could be a deeper why underneath all of that that they aren't ready to share, aren't willing to share, or um, maybe they don't really know what the deeper why is behind it. So I've told a lot of people that the reason I want to make this team again is to really prove to myself that I can do this again, to really step outside my comfort zone at the age that I am now and see if I even have what it takes to make this team. And that is a big part of this. But for me, there's so much more under that surface that I haven't really been willing to share. One of those things is I am going into the public speaking industry. And a year ago, I 
jumped into this with that being my main goal. And then a pandemic hit, which of course made public speaking a little bit more difficult to achieve. Since then, I've been invited to speak on multiple stages virtually, which is wonderful, but it isn't quite the same as getting up on stage and holding a microphone and reaching an audience and really connecting people to this message of Tear Out the Tags live in person and on stage. So that is one part of my why that um, I haven't shared yet. But in addition to that, I got remarried two years ago in March and I was gifted a brand new family. And part of that family dynamic that I was so blessed to receive was a father-in-law who was quite an incredible man. And it's amazing to me how someone can have such a profound influence on you in such a short amount of time. And so I only knew my father-in-law for about three and a half years before he unfortunately passed away last year. And he was diagnosed with cancer and fought a really, really long battle with cancer. And towards the end, his body was quite full of cancer. It was in um, most of his body, most of his bones. And it's amazing when we talk to doctors about the kind of pain that he must have been in and how little pain meds he was willing to take because he wanted to stay active and involved in his life. And watching him fight cancer, really from the time that I knew him um, until the day that he passed, was a pretty incredible experience. And what was incredible about it for me was I got to be inspired by this man and his faith. I got to be inspired by the belief in himself, the belief that God was going to protect him and the belief that he would be able to wake up every day and take on the day and do the things that he needed to do to live a fulfilling life. And that is exactly what he did. So towards the end of his life, those last three to four months, um, so right as the pandemic was beginning, we watched him fight with a spirit that I had never experienced in my life before. There was a grit and a resilience there was an unwillingness to slow down or stop or let anything take him under, um, both emotionally and physically. Every day he would wake up and he would do the things he needed to do to live a normal life. And that would be getting up and showering and get dressed and having food, even though his body was not wanting to accept the food and all of the things that he went through and then there was a period of time where we were at MD Anderson in Houston and he was in really poor shape. He was in the hospital and we were really unsure about what was going to happen next. And we all had faith that he was going to get better, that he was going to get out of the hospital. And sure enough, he knew he was going to, and he was adamant that he was going to get out of there and that he would return back to his normal life at home despite doctors saying that he should go to hospice, despite, you know, the different opinions of people. And you guys, if you've listened to this show for very long, you know that I am affected by the opinions of people. I, that's part of why I create the content that I create because I'm very attached to labels that other people leave behind them. I'm very much in this with you guys where I have a tendency to pick up those tags as I go through life. And I did this last week during my audition. I picked up all the negative things you can imagine and really attach them to myself. Um, and so as I watched my father-in-law go through this, I noticed how unaffected he was by what other people were saying, 
how he knew exactly what he wanted and he knew exactly how to get there because he wasn't clouded by the judgments or opinions of other people. And I remember, so for the last, gosh, really since I had children and my son is going to be 10 this year. So it's been a, a solid eight seasons of, you know, pro sports that I've thought, you know what, I should try out for this team. And then it's been a solid eight seasons that I would make every excuse in the world. And really it came down to disqualifying myself and telling people the tags that I had. So I, w I would say the things like, oh, I'm too old. My time has passed. I'm not in good enough shape. I can't compete with these girls. They're so much younger than me. Um, I don't have time was a big excuse that I would use and many, many others. And so last year, as I watched my father-in-law decline, but fight every day to not decline and really fight every day to just stay in the moment, stay in the belief, stay in the healing. Um, it really, really inspired me. And I really recognized in myself that my unwillingness to chase my dreams was causing me to live a life that belonged to somebody else. That every minute that I'm handing my shiny and any minute that I'm handing my calling to someone else and not choosing to chase after it and not choosing to believe in myself, I'm quite literally giving up the life that I want to live. And it's my fault because I'm not willing to have that grit, to have that resilience. So during this really hard time and quite literally, my father passed on April 9th of last year. And auditions were like two days before or two days after. So it was a really difficult time frame, given that our family was going through really hard stuff. And I was really blessed to have a husband who understood this message that I was receiving from my father-in-law and understood the inspiration that he had really like breathed into me. And I would say that this was very much his legacy that he left behind on me. And I think that's interesting because all of us want to be known for something when we leave this earth. We all want to have some kind of legacy, but it's possible that we can have a different legacy that we leave behind for individual people. Whatever that person sort of breathes in and takes from us is very much, you know, that legacy tag that they will always have of our memory. And for me, that in my father-in-law is this ability to just get up every day and put on that grit tag and say, you know what, this might be uncomfortable. People might be making fun of me. People might be judging me, but this is my dream and it's my life and I'm willing to chase after it. So anyway, I shared yesterday on my Instagram that this was a huge part of why I did this. And I was so lucky to have a husband who supported me by saying, you know what, you have to do this this year despite being in the middle of losing a dear family member despite traveling back and forth during a pandemic despite all of the hardship that we were going through as a family plus being in a brand new marriage he he just really encouraged me to go ahead and and go forward with it so here i am year two i obviously was not part of the team last year and again i made that decision to go forward with the audition and to leave all the excuses behind because those three whys that I shared with you guys are still there. And if I put those, I, I could very easily put those behind me and say, oh, you know, the time has come to pass and, and I did it last year and so I proved myself wrong. 
I thought, you know, if the three whys are still there, then I have to push forward and do this and see if there's more to this. Now, the cool part about an audition is it doesn't mean I'm going to make it. It doesn't mean that I'm going to end up on the Denver Broncos cheerleader for the 2021, 2020, wow, 2022. That's hard to say. Uh, season. That's going to be like a tongue tying year. Hopefully it's better than the last two we've had. But um, anyway, despite that, I feel like I will know when this has come to pass. And I think that this season, giving it one more shot will be it. And I will know then if this is something that I need to do again in my life, or if this is something that I will put behind me and move on to that next dream or that next goal. So anyway, as I sit here a year from the date almost that my father-in-law passed, I'm really reflecting back on that legacy that he left behind me, that gift that he gave me. And sometimes we don't naturally wear the tags that maybe we want to. And so I need to accept the gift of grit that my father-in-law handed me. And I need to daily remember that I can wear that grit, that I can wear that resilience, and that I can channel his legacy and his spirit. Even though he's not here with me, he will always be here in those tags, in my heart, um, really protecting and guiding me as I chase after the dreams that I am doing. So I would ask you today, what do you want to leave behind you? What is the legacy that you are focused on that the people that love you will remember someday when you're gone? I hope you've enjoyed this message and I'll talk to you tomorrow.